I did a little research, and one of them I think is just uh, way too long, 17 minutes. I don't know how that happened. But uh, let's start with a little uh, Dietrich's first performance, which he's known for in uh, Blue Angel. Here we go. show I was telling the audience a little bit about you and I gave you a little quote there at the beginning of the show too uh, it was a great performance I mean you really captured it and interestingly enough I was looking at it because I try to be objective seeing so many shows and it's a different age range uh, and audience members now but I think you don't even have to know who she was to just love this show it oh, was just you. such a good performance 
and Thank that you. you really captured her spirit. And uh, I was just sucked into it. I was like, <laughs> I kept watching. I was like, what next? What next? But it was really, really very interesting. And you just stayed steadfast to the whole commitment to that character. The whole how, how long is the show? How long does it run? Thank you. It, it runs an hour and fifteen minutes, and really. Um, that is the highest compliment you can give. And, and also, I think, not only uh, to me, but to the writer. Um, we've worked very hard. Willard Mattis, uh is a, a member of the uh, Actors Studio Playwrights Unit. And we've worked very hard to develop the script and keep trying to make it better every time we do it. Uh, it's done a slightly different way. Um, so so I'm, I'm so glad you got to enjoy last night. And, and I agree, I don't think you need to know Anything about Marlena Dietrich to enjoy the show, um, but it's really a treat when. No, you don't. That's the best mm -hmm. part about it. Your performance is so um, immersive that you really Mm. do not have to know who she was to enjoy this. Thank Uh, you. I mean, I learned so much that I didn't know. Uh, It was interesting, and we should mention the writer, please. Yes, Willard Manis. Willard Manis uh, from he's in Beverly Hills, and he's written many, many plays. Uh, his favorite thing to do is to write shows about famous women. Um, so so he also asked me to play Mae West. And I said, okay, you know, and I started researching her. But then I said, you know, and two weeks later in the mail, I got a typed letter uh, with a script. He said, I wrote this for a lady 20 years ago, and it was never before. He let me update it. Uh, Maria, my uh, name just thought of written a book and all things that it, you know come out through that and, and so he incorporated a lot and then and then what we've done is really tried to work on the idea of should she go on or should she not because you know this is set in 1960 uh, when she returned to Germany for the first time after fleeing the Hitler regime and they were threatening to shoot her on stage. There were bomb threats in, in real life, you know. And um, yes, and so, just just a second. Can if I could just pause you just for a second? You're you're, yes. you're breaking in and out. Are you walking around? <laughs> no, I'm not. But let me go near the window. All right. Mm-hmm. There you Let's go. See if that Might helps be the, you yeah. at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, that's that's better. Okay. Great. But so anyway, yeah. you were saying that yes, the commitment to it, to doing it, and you first performed this at the Hudson Guild, or did you perform we at launched, We had our world premiere in Los Angeles at the Brick House Theater, um, and and uh, John Lant, who he works uh, also at Carnegie Hall here, he was the producer there, and Willard Manis, and he produced a lot. Um, and so I had been cast. I I I moved to New York, and I had been, but I came home to sell my house in LA, and I'd been cast in another play. And uh, I while I was there, I said, "Hey, you guys, why don't we do both?" So I actually uh, memorized an hour and fifteen minute play at the same time as another one, which I don't, oh, wow. I don't recommend. Yeah, it was it was quite a challenge for me as an actor. Um, but then we brought it uh, to New York, and it went in Winterfest last winter uh, at exactly this time. Uh, I put it up at the Triad this past summer, the Off Broadway House throughout last night, and then it also was just recently in the New York New Works Festival. But our goal is to Bring it to audiences elsewhere with a full room. So we are thinking angels. Oh, yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, I, this this could tour like crazy. It's it's just such a great show, and it is so immersive, as you said. And interesting point because the '60s was also 
things going on in Germany at that time politically that she yes, came back to it. Americans, you know, it was it was right before they had started to set up the structure of the wall without having actually built the wall. Um, yeah, and it was the first time there was threat of, of nuclear, you know, there's a nuclear threat uh, between America and Russia, actually. So, it, you know, there were there were a lot of things going on. Marlena, uh, after Berlin, her next stop was in Israel, uh, where Germany was still banned. And when she got off the plane, uh, the the uh, leader there said, you will not sing one song in German. And she said, no, I will sing eight. Wonderful, but and that, she did ask aud- the audience permission before she sang in German on stage, and um, and they welcomed it. So uh, she, she was a really strong woman and really stood up for what she thought was right. And, and very fascinating details that you added to it for film buffs like myself is that um, the white line on her nose and the lighting and uh, yes. was so interesting. And then that, I went back. I went back and I was looking at photos and I go, I see the line. I see the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That <laughs> so was great. How did you created her uh, image and he painted a silver line actually down her nose and he lit her very tightly from above and from behind. And that's how they achieved that look of her deep eyes and hollow cheeks. Wow. It was all amazing. And it was all like, a very open, I mean, she was very, well, you know, as I say she was, I was watching you, but I thought it was she, but was so open about things of her life. So that was so nice also, the way you portrayed that. It was, there was a lot of information there. A lot of, uh, a which lot I, of I information. Love. Thank you. And, and, you know, she had, she really spread love uh, through <laughs> her bisexuality. Uh, she spread with three Kennedys. She spread with. Rachmaninoff and, and General Eisenhower, um, I mean, not General Eisenhower, General yeah, uh, Patton. And, Patton, uh, yes. Patton, yeah. And, uh, you know, she, she really, um, she was very open sexually, and but yet, you know, we now know that she was she was spying for America as she toured uh, during World War II, and she was the highest paid actress in Paramount. She was the highest paid singer in Vegas after that. Um, she donated her salary amazing. to bring Jews out of out of uh, you know Germany and, and Europe during the war. Uh, she sold more war bonds than anyone um, you know in America. So she she was really um, a soldier for many years. You know while she toured, she didn't ask for any special privileges. What I think is interesting is you know now we have we have. Um, paparazzi who want to find all the dirt out that they can on people and put it out there. And back then, the studios really protected them. So I don't think very many people were aware of her bisexuality to the degree that they would have been today. No, it was, it's, it's pretty amazing when you, when you think this was 1960. What, I'm trying to do the math. 70 years ago? <laughs> really fast. Yes. But I'm looking here, too. Let's see. Let's hold. I see we have another caller on the line here. I believe it might be Russell, so I'm going to open his mic, too. Uh, Russell? Hello, Nancy. Hello, Cindy. Am I saying Uh, it right? It is. Oh, Cindy, am I pronouncing your name right? Is it Marin Angel? Yeah, Marin Angel. Or Marin Angel. Okay. And Russell Daisy is my wonderful company, who has really encouraged me as a singer and really supported the show in so many ways. He's he's a brilliant uh, pianist. 
Well, yes, thank Russell, you. Yes, Russell, the man behind the scene. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. No, uh, the man behind the curtains. <laughs> yes. not, not unlike the Wizard of Oz, maybe. But Cindy is an amazing lady. Uh, number one, she's an actor studio member. Uh, we literally met at a cocktail party only about a year and a half ago, and we spoke immediately about Dietrich, and I had just been doing tons of research online about the period when Dietrich was singing with Burt Bacharach uh, as her accompanist and musical director, and they were also had a hot affair in the early mm-hmm. 1920s. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I've learned other things about Mike Todd. It, 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 she was just a lover. She loved yep. who she was with. And, but more importantly, Cindy... Uh, had not done a lot of singing in her life, but she's a very musical person. She's a dancer, firstly. She said to me, I'm a dancer, firstly, an actor, secondly, and uh, I'm a singer. And what's wonderful is that we actually appeared uh, not only through this last year in four incarnations of Dietrich around the, around the city in different festivals and theaters, but we also appeared, she appeared as Dietrich in Times Square on uh, International Peace Day, which was the 21st of September, in front of hundreds of thousands of people at about 12.20 noon hour, and she sang Where Have All the Flowers Gone, which was one of Dietrich's um, 1960s, post-1960, when this play takes place. But into the 1960s, she sang that song throughout the world. There are many recordings, and she sang it uh, on German, British, Danish, Swedish, French. Japanese television. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And she, she was a, a peacenik. And hard to believe that this lady was on the front lines, uh, was actually named uh, Cindy. What was her? Was it, she, she was a captain. They made her an honorary captain. captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. She, she received yeah, the Medal of Freedom from America, the Légion d'Honneur from Paris. Uh, she's, you know, very highly decorated. Highly decorated. And I think it's important that you stress it and just show that it wasn't Germany that she was against, that it was the Nazis. Oh, absolutely. You know, that she, wasn't German she people. She was devastated at what Hitler did to her beloved Germany. I mean, when she was coming up in the, in the 30s and the 20s, you know, they, they were known for their poetry and their singing and their... Composite, you know, the art, and, and when Hitler came in... Oh, yes, the German art movement, this? yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It was, it's true. And you so, know, I, listening to you two talk, uh, I'm thinking there's a second show here of the music. Oh, one. there's a second and a third but, show, trust me. Trust me, there's a second and a <laughs> third show here. Uh, I'm thinking it could be just a whole cabaret show of that. It's just like... A, <laughs> well, I, I don't like, know whether Cindy has mentioned... Well, she's an amazing number one. She's an amazing performer, and she uh-huh. has a true yeah. background in in not only theater but in improv. She was at Second City for five years, I believe, Cindy, and one of her teachers was Stephen Colbert. And Nia Vargas also was my very first teacher the very first day. It's the author and you know star of my big fat Greek wedding. Um, so, yeah, the improv has helped me because uh, every now and then being on stage by yourself, you know, the, the lines go and you think, 
So what am I going to do now, or how am I going to fix that? <laughs> yeah, so that's been well, helpful. I thought you handled it brilliantly yesterday when somebody toppled down the stairs. <laughs> Someone and it was right. Oh God, what happened? I didn't even. Know. And I and I you you just you took a moment to let it happen, and then you went on. That was it was brilliant. I said, thank you. And she like and then she just said, no, I'm just going to stand here, let them watch me, and then I'm going to go on. <laughs> let them I waited. The yeah, I tried to wait. <laughs> Thank you. I tried to wait for the focus to come back because it was right at the end of a, an important thing. Yeah, and I could talk to my phone. So. Oh yeah, um, I thought it was I, great because I was, as an actress, I was watching you to say, "Let's see what happens. Let's see." She's just going to let them look at her till the person gets up and go on. Oh, that's good. Oh, thank <laughs> you. And I'll, oh, I got to give your um, website again. I did announce where it's playing. If you're listening right now, you can see it tonight. At the Triad Theater, that's on 72nd Street. Go to www.dietrichplay.com also for more information. And you can make your reservations for tonight's show. Um, this might be your last chance to, to see it before it revolves again. So uh, yes. you want to get to and the Dietrich Triad. And Dietrich is spelled Diet Rich, actually, which is an easy way to spell it. D-I-E-T-R-I-C-H. Yeah, Diet Rich. Dietrich Play. Oh. <laughs> oh I was just saying Dietrich. <laughs> yeah, do yeah, yeah. yeah. diet rich. Diet rich. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys were a great rich. audience last night. We had we were had oh. an unbelievable house and most people we've ever been able to perform to and it was really a magic night. So I thank you so oh, much yeah. for being a part of it. And also I want to thank uh, Dr. Judy Kuriansky too because uh, I love the uh, for get turning me on to this show. It's uh really amazing. And uh let's see they have well, I just want to make sure uh, what else can we plug here? How can they follow you? Well, um, uh, through through DietrichPlay.com, all of our websites are listed. Uh, we had angel producers, Dr. Judy, um, you know, is an executive producer, and she was absolutely instrumental in the last performance and this one as well. Um, at coming in, so I really thank her. We've got Errol Rappaport, who has been uh, a co-producer and endless promoter. Lou Martin has uh, been on social media as well as a co-producer. He created the website. And, um, gosh, who are we missing? My folks are in money. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> you know, so people <laughs> like Angel people come through. Maggie O'Brien donated PR to the show. Catherine Crawford has done a, I, th- I think uh, the people who gave you birth, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then, and, you know, so we, we, a lot of people donated their time and, and resources. Laura Perino did some amazing retouches for the poster. So, so Peter, you know, Martin was very kind to um, uh, donate also some, some of the funds last night toward the Triad Theater. He's the owner of the Triad. So we've had, uh, I'm really blessed, and I, and I do think this show has a very modern, that is, uh, you know, important today. I no, think it's, it's important. It, it, it stands alone, Cindy. It definitely stands alone. As I said earlier, Russ, I don't know if you heard it, but you do not no. have to know who she was to enjoy the show because the, oh, uh, the performance is so immersive. Thank you. Incredibly that immersive. You can enjoy it. Interesting. I just wanted to point out. I'm actually bringing a survivor tonight, who I know quite well. Uh, she's the grandmother of one of my piano students. So obviously she was only a young girl when she was in a concentration camp. But I cannot wait for Cindy and myself to speak to her after the performance because she understands this era and the implications of everything that's spoken about in this play. So um, I, I can you imagine... Know that's- 
after, after the shows, what what really struck me when I first started doing the show were the stories that people come up and say and say, you know, A, if they've actually seen Dietrich perform, but B, what their family's impact was during the war through the Holocaust with Hitler, blah, blah, blah. And those are the stories that people I'm so honored to listen to afterwards that they feel they really want to share. And that's been the magic of King Lenny Dietrich for me. Well, that's it. The story is so strong, it stands by itself, that uh, you, even if you don't know who, he, who she was, that's my point, even if you don't know who she was and what a legend she was, the story stands, stands so strong. And that's really a tribute to Willard Brown as the writer. It really, you know, he yes, very definitely. hard on that. Well, you guys yes. are not going to believe it, but 25 minutes has flown by. <laughs> oh You've you been great guests, and I want to thank you. And remember, go to www.dietrichplay.com. <laughs> and uh, and check, out, check out more and follow her on Facebook and see where she's performing next and what she's doing next. And Russell Daisy, thank you for being on the show as well. And uh, I'm going to... Play us off with a oh well I got two songs here all right thank so you for having us one first it's really good all right thank, thank you. you so much okay. thank you. Je vous l'avais Il me dit des mots d'amour. Des mots de tous les jours, ça me fait quelque chose. Il est entré dans mon cœur, une part de bonheur dont je connais la cause.
Diet Rich, that you know, www.dietrichplay.com. But check it out. And uh, with that, we'll uh, go out on. Remember, it's tonight at the Triad, 7 p.m. Tonight at the Triad, 7 p.m. That's on 72nd Street. Okay, let's go out with my favorite. Here we go. Marlena Dietrich. Go see what the boys in the back room will have and tell them I'm having the same. Go see what the boys in the back room will have And give them the poison they name And when I die, don't spend my money On flowers in my picture in a frame Just see what the boys in the back room will have And tell them my sigh And tell them I cry And tell them I died of the same Or giving them the GI treatment I know what the boys in the army would have And brother, we're in on that game I know what the boys in the Navy would have And mister, that's more of the same They ask for girls, don't think it's funny Remember Shakespeare said what with a dame just see what the boys in the service will have And tell every man from factory work That we've tried to get the same Thank you, and don't forget to listen tomorrow, Tuesday at 4 p.m. to Movie Attic Headquarters with Betty Jo Tucker. Movie Attic Headquarters on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in. This has been What's the Buzz New York with your host, Nancy Lombardo.